Welcome to the audio podcast of Abide in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Each week, Pastor Mark offers devotional thoughts from a passage in our current book of the month. For more information on how to abide in the Word with us, navigate your web browser to abide.info. Welcome to our fourth and final Abide in the Word Tuesday update for the month of February, the final time we will be looking at the book of Colossians today. We're going to be taking a look at chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. But first, I just want to continue to encourage you to seek out the benefits of repeated reading. There is so much for us to get from God's Word. And not only can we get it just from reading the words on the page, but we also know and we trust that the Holy Spirit is at work in us to use this Word of God. And so as we put it into our minds, it is bound bound to be used in our hearts to make us more holy, to help us to have compassion and to love others and to do all the things that God's Spirit and God's Word does in us. So I want to encourage you, continue to dig into the Word of God with our repeated reading of Colossians through the end of the month. And then when we get to next week, Tuesday, we're kicking off a a new book of the month. Let you know right here and now it is going to be the book of Philippians. So that will be a fun read through as that is a rich book as well, just like Colossians and any other book of the Bible. And so as we begin today, as I said, we're going to be reading verses 1 through 17 of Colossians 3. Hear the word of the Lord. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also, you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so also you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. As we see in so many of Paul's epistles, here we have a turning point. Now, what I mean by that is, is Paul often you know, starts out with a greeting in his epistles and then he talks about the depth of who Christ is, the depth of the gospel, and, and, and all of this information, these great, great truths. And then there's a turn where Paul says, 
Well, this is true. And so this is then the consequences of that truth in your life. And it's very obvious here, isn't it? If then, you know, we all make if then statements, don't we? But here, this is a declaration. It's not saying to somebody, if you do this, then I will do that for you. Instead, it's saying, hey, this is true. Uh, You have been raised with Christ. And so therefore, this is what should happen. So he says, if you've been raised with Christ and you have, then seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. He's not saying that our... Uh, We should be trying to ascend. Instead, seek out Christ. Seek after him. Keep your mind on him. Set your minds on things above, not the things of this earth, the the things that will perish. And notice the imagery that Paul uses here. It's It's just awesome. For you've died. You've died. Why would you seek out the things of this world? You've died to those things. You've died to this earth in Christ. And so... Where is your life now? It's hidden with Christ and God. You have a promise and a blessing that is beyond anything of this earthly dwelling. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. There is this great hope. If all of this is true, and it is, then this is where our hope lies. This is where we are to seek out Christ. We are to be going after him. And we notice then that if we're dead, if we have died and our life is hidden with Christ and God, then then we should put to death some things. Notice this list. Sexual immorality, impurity, passions, evil desire, covetous, covetousness, which is idolatry. Notice this list. There are there are big things on that list, right? Things that that we would be like, "Whoa, those are those are pretty serious." But then we get down to it, and right there with sexual immorality and evil desire, we have covetousness, something that we are all guilty of. We're all guilty of all of these things in our hearts, right? Um, but notice that this list is is all-encompassing. It covers basically everything that we could seek out in this world. And, and Paul is saying, put this to death, because these are the things that, that the wrath of God is coming for, that these things are going to be punished. And then notice what it says in verse 7. In these you two once walked. He's saying that you used to be like this. No more. No more. You you are changed. You have died. Your life is hidden with Christ and God. This should no longer be true of you. You can change. And so he says, you were once living in them. Nope. Now put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk. All these things that we are to put away. And so we are to be seeking out Christ. Instead of trying to rise to God, like like um, through these mystical things. How do we do this? We set our minds on Christ. We get to know his word. We we dwell on him and, and we seek out living a holy life. Not This is not us elevating to the next spiritual plane. This is us living a life in the here and now that is, that is now seeking out the things of Christ. And we get a little bit of an idea of exactly how this works out for us in verses 16 and 17. How can we set our minds on things above? How can we know that our life is hidden with Christ and God? How can we move away from these things that we should should no longer pursue, but instead pursue Christ? Well, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, 
singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. When we understand that we have been rescued from the wrath of God, when we understand that we have been rescued from death by ourselves dying to the old self and and now having our life hidden with Christ in God, we are to live a life of thanksgiving, and that causes us to to give thankfulness to God. When we understand the grace that has been shown to us, we are going to live a life that is thankful. And that is how we set our minds on the things above. We we immerse ourselves in scripture. We immerse ourselves in thanksgiving and, and understanding the gospel and seeking out the things of Christ. And so the question I want to ask us as we continue to read the book of Colossians a little more, but as we sort of come to a close, as we've thought these things through, what does it look like for you to set your mind on the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God? How can you remember that great truth that Christ is interceding for you right now at the Father's right hand? How can you do that? How can we, how can we be more mindful of the truth of the gospel in our lives? I want you to consider that. And obviously, I'm going to say the obvious one. By putting ourselves in a place where we are hearing God's word, where we are hearing the gospel, where we are reading and uh, immersing ourselves in Holy Scripture, that is where we know that we find Christ, right? As I've been talking about throughout this month, the ordinary things, the ordinary means of grace, uh, the word, prayer, and sacraments, those are seeking Christ. And so may we do those things and trust in those means that God has ordained that we might know that he is at work in us, making us holy and conforming us to the image of Jesus Christ. Let me pray for you, and then we'll be done with Colossians for the month of February. I hope you enjoy reading it for the rest of the month and that you have gotten a lot out of it. Uh, If you have any questions, you know you can contact me, talk to me when we uh, see each other in person, via email, via text, any means by which you can contact me. If you have any questions, Uh, More than happy to talk to you, more than happy to encourage you to continue to dig into God's word. As I said, let me pray for you and then we'll be done. Gracious God, I am so thankful for all those who can hear my voice. I am thankful that they have taken the time to hear the word of the Lord today and that they have given the opportunity for the word of Christ to dwell in them richly. We pray, O Lord, that you would help us to set our minds on things above and that we would believe and trust in the power of your Holy Spirit and in your word to work in us, to make us holy. And we pray, O Lord, that we would also trust in its sufficiency, that we would not go looking for mystical things in other places that you have not ordained, but instead, O Lord, we would seek you out where you have promised to be. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. All right. Enjoy finishing up the book of Colossians in this month. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this week's Abide in the Word. You can find the video of each episode at our YouTube channel or Facebook page. For more information on First Reformed Church, check out our website, edgertonfrc.org.